There it is. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. It's your host, Hatch, with my boy. With the other host. Y'all know who it is. Merry New Year to everybody. This is T.O. We are in the house. We in the building, ladies what and gentlemen. What? Get yep. your popcorn hey, ready. Hey, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Get Pop- your popcorn ready. <laughs> oh, man. And we got a special guest today. Travell Gaines is in the building, ladies man, and gentlemen. I've seen this dude in about five years. Hey, yeah, man. Well, you've been working out them whole five years. All oh. chest, all swole. Look at you. You got, is, he, is these quarantine pounds? I have not seen him since... Uh, Man, we worked out with AB. Oh, on the, on the beach. Really? Yep. The beach. Oh, pro- okay, Man. you know what? Speaking, speaking of, of yeah. AB. Speaking of yeah. AB, again, like I said, first, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate yeah. it, taking yeah. the time out. But since we already here, let's start it off. What was that relationship like when you had these two guys working out? Because they like to compare these yeah. two, and we say there's no comparison. Bro, it's, I know, yeah. I know, Unbelievable. I know. It's, yeah. but, before we get to that, it's just <laughs> disrespectful that the things that he's done like the allegations and his rap sheet, and then people compare me to what he's doing. Like, I've never reacted in such a way that he has, he's responded to certain things. So I think for me, it's, it, I'm not pissed at it. I just don't understand where they're getting their logic that we're, we're comparable right. in, in a sense, especially right. when it comes to behavior. Right. Because everything that I did on the football field when I played, it was honestly, it was, it was within the guidelines, it was fun, Everything that I did when we played around that time, it was obviously heavily vilified, criticized, and now it's being embraced. So that's why, again, we, we, we had this talk, money, money, morning catch, and everybody on Twitter, some, some guy put this Twitter feed up and this graphic like, oh, who's the bigger diva? A, B, or Charlie Holmes. I'm like, it's, it's disrespectful. Definitely T.O. Disrespectful in so many ways. But as you were getting ready to, yeah. to speak on, it's like, yeah, I know A, B personally. You know him personally. The people, the things and what people see, I didn't see that. I didn't see that from him. Obviously, we all have different personalities. But you've worked with him, spent a lot more time with him than I have. What can you assess what is going on and what has transpired over the last, you know, four or five years. I'm gonna keep it all the way real with you, okay? And I'm, I'm gonna t- address three things. First of all, the only comparison between you and Antonio Brown is you guys' work ethic. You guys are the two most hardest working football players I've ever been around in my life. And I'm not saying that everybody doesn't work hard, but the schedule of work. Mm-hmm. The okay. schedule of work, you gotcha, know, the gotcha. yoga, the flexibility, the strength training, the, you know. Right. Thank I've never seen nothing. Take care of your exactly. Body. Those two guys never saw nothing like that. That's the only comparison. Mm-hmm. And that's before it. we get into that, <laughs> we're, talking right, right, right. To, we're talking to Travell Gaines. Give yeah. us a little bit of background of who you yeah. are. Because everybody's like, who, who is yeah. this guy? We just, Travell Gaines. Yeah. Give us a little snippet, sure. a little background of who you are For sure. before we get deep So I'm, I'm Travell Gaines. I'm the owner of Athletic Gaines Training Facilities here in L.A. Um, I've trained multiple top players, five number one overall picks, uh, 47 first rounders, multiple pro bowlers. Um, Draymond Green, Lonzo Ball, Jimmy Butler. Um, I know I'm missing guys, so I feel Pascal Siakam. Uh, a lot of guys in baseball, football, and basketball, and uh, some of the best. I'm here talking with two great guys now. There it is. Cool. There it is. But yeah. you know, he trains everybody out there, basically, <laughs> right? That, that yeah. comes through LA. Because right. again, as people don't understand, right, in your off season, you don't always stay with the same trainer for 15 years if you right. have a career. So very, yeah, very you, few, yeah, right? Very you want to try yeah. this one year, you might try you know, working on the beach one year, and then next year it's track, next year it's weights, whatever. Yes, sir. Um, so again, going through all of these guys you train, who stuck out 
to you the most, like at the very beginning, like this dude's gonna be a dog. Excuse me, guys. And he end up uh and he end up being the one. We gotta get back to the A B stuff. Okay. But okay. Yeah. the guys who stuck out to me the most over the years, like I said, we've been sticking with football, uh Bobby Wagner, mm. uh A B Seahawks. Yep. A yep. yep. A B though. You know, I met A B his second year in the NFL. Okay. Um he came into the facility to meet with me. He had on a 50-pound military grade weighted vest. Wow. And he walked to the gym. Wow. You know what I mean? So like He's always been a different guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Reggie Bush, right. different. Mm-hmm. T.O., different. Right. Andrew Luck. Um, uh, Russ. Be- Russ Wilson, right. different. You know what I mean? Some right, guys right. like that, yeah. Okay. Yep. And so let's go back to the A.B. thing. So you, you, again, yeah. you saw him at second year, right? He's a whole yeah. different person at 23, 24 years nope. old. Same right. dude. Same dude, <laughs> right? Same dude. Okay. I think, you know, the thing about A.B., and again, um, I'm going to be very clear, and I want to get to the situation that he happened on Sunday. Yeah. Right. A.B., is, he, he's just a real one. You yeah. know, he's going to treat you accordingly. Okay. If you a female that's loose, he's going to treat you like that. Mm-hmm. If you keep it real with him, he's going to keep it real with you. Right. But if you try to punk him or talk down to him, he, he has no room for disrespect. Okay. And not saying he handles everything the right way, Right. But if you, if you disrespect him in any kind of way, he's going to act accordingly. Again, okay. he needs to keep his emotions uh, in, in check. check. Right. Right. You know, there's other ways to do it. But, um, you know, that's just how he is. He felt he was disrespected. You know, or basically what I was told was that he, he was injured. You know, he had been dealing with an ankle injury. Right, yeah, because he didn't practice that hurt. Correct. He didn't practice Thursday, Correct. Friday, or Correct. Friday. Thursday or Friday, right. They're, and they're, then Saturday is basically nothing. It's, it's like a walk go. Anyway. Pretty much a walk. There you, you go. You don't really do anything yep. on Saturday anyway. The, the, and I've done that too where I think my last year, it was the first time I've ever done it, like my last year um, in Cincinnati, I had a bit of a uh, meniscus issue that happened during the course of the week. I didn't know if I was going to actually play. Mm-hmm. So they brought me in early, come to the facility, went out and did like a little workout to see if I was capable of playing mm-hmm. on Sunday. So you're kind of like on the, on the bubble, on the questionable list. And then once they see you move around, and in their eyes, if you pass the eye test, then you're going to be activated. So yes, I'm sir. sure that was the situation with Correct. be. Correct. They were, they were depleted on some receivers. Mm-hmm. They were losing to the New York Jets in New York. Right. Mm-hmm. And coach was like, yo, get in there. He was like, I can't go. Now I'm going to stop y'all right there. If y'all know anything about the kid, he loves football. Right. Also, right. he was very close to hitting some bonuses. Mm-hmm. Right. Very close from uh, yards, catches, and one touchdown Touch standpoint. Right. Right. He did what he had to do. He makes an extra million dollars. Right. So mm-hmm. that's a more of an incentive for him to be exactly. on the field. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this idea that he blew a lot of money and this, and that, and the other, or like he wigged out because of such, I don't buy that. Like we talked... Yeah. And everybody started texting me about the situation. Yep. And before I passed any judgment, I'm like, I need to hear his side. Exactly. There's always three sides to a story. Right. But, Obviously, the Bucks, but, but yeah, let me Antonio hit, Brown, and then that's the truth, though. Yes, so the coach <clears throat> told him to go in. He was like, Coach, I can't go. You know, and the coach straight up told him, if you can't play, get off my field. Get mm-hmm. out of here. We don't mm-hmm. want you here. Leave. Mm-hmm. So... He reacted as he reacted, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, the rest was kind of what happened. So, so I've watched T play, right? Mm-hmm. You've seen numerous guys play. Mm-hmm. When we're in game mode, if I can walk, I can run. Correct. Right? If he's walking off the field, to me, you're okay to play. We don't, have, we don't need you to go in there and give us your best route ever, but you could be the decoy. Just go run go routes, outside release go routes for the next quarter, we need you on the field. Yeah. So as a player, as a teammate, that's what I'm expecting from you. So when yeah. I see you walking off, regardless of the situation, I'm thinking, is he really giving it his all? Everybody plays 70, 80% in the league, healthy. I think that's just part of it. So I, I don't know if 
it was an, his injury was enough to hold him back if I see you walking off the field. I agree. He, he, was, he wasn't just walking. He was jumping. You, he was you jumping feel right? Everything. He over there crib walking off. You know, yeah. to... <laughs> but I can't, I, you know, I can't speak to that. You know, exactly. I'm not that and man. I, I don't know how his, his body felt. <laughs> right. True. You know I can't, what I mean? I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same way. I can't yeah. speak to that. I don't, obviously, there's something more to what is being said or what is being reported mm-hmm. and what is being shared or what have you. Well, they haven't cut him yet. <clears throat> You know what I mean? Right, paperwork, yeah. They haven't yeah, physically, no? they haven't. No, they haven't cut them. No. They told they him something. They said it, but there's got to be some contractual yeah. lawyer, agent type <clears throat> yeah. of stuff going on. And the thing is, sure. I got to thinking about this, too. For him to walk off the way he did, and Bruce Arian said that he asked him to go in, and Antonio gave him his reason as to why he couldn't go in, mm-hmm. there may be a grievance filed if they yeah. were to cut him. Right. Yeah. Possibly, with depends what's in his contract. Right. right. Because, again, you can't force a player to get on the field against his... If, he's, if, they, if he says he's hurt, regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's guys that have been had a torn ACL and you've seen them walk off mm-hmm. the field. Absolutely. You but, but, you, but you've also had the instance of when that happens, the trainer usually comes over and tells the coach he's out. That's a fact. There's no trainer involved in this whole scenario. Right. How yeah. injured are you if you're not talking to right. the trainer? Right, but if it's, not a, if it's a situation where he's on the sideline, you sometimes... You're, if you're going in and out, and I, I'm, I don't, I didn't see the game. The whole, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't the see the, the exchange between he and the coach or whatever. And it was cold there too, weather-wise. Right. So yeah, I could have tightened up on him. All right. That. So and, and this is, I'm not making an excuse for Antonio Brown. I'm not condoning what he did. I don't think he should have reacted or responded in the way that, that he did. But I'm just trying to hone in on like the exchange and what happened at that particular point. We don't know. We don't know what was going on or what have you. But, like I said, he refused to go in. He gave him his reason. We heard after the fact, that the next day, why he didn't go in. Yeah. So, when we talked about it, and I, we, I didn't address it when we discussed it, but I'm like, man, there may be a, a he, he could file a grievance if they just, just yeah, cut him. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because you can't force a player to go in and play if he, if he says he's hurt, he's hurt. That's a fact. Absolutely. So, so. all good. Well, again, a, B, we'll see how this whole thing right. plays out. It ain't yeah. going to be on us, right? Yeah. But I, I just, I just, the whole thing is just, I just don't want people to, and similar to T, you know what I'm saying? I've been knowing the kid for a decade. Mm-hmm. Never disrespect me, never not paid me. He's been awesome. Just mm-hmm. a great guy. Right. Just a great, I mean, I dealt with that with, with T, man. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of people would be talk crazy, but greatest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Greatest guy in the world. So many players get so misunderstood. He's not the Greatest guy in the world, man. I never had a problem with him. Yeah. For you, <laughs> you a sucker, so he treats you accordingly, Hatch. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> wow! Get your First time a guest get his ass whooped on GBR, baby. I'm just I letting you know what time it is. It's the anything. first time of everything. <laughs> you I know couldn't what? have said anything. You know hey, hey, I thought we. Hey, I nah, I asked my no, man, no, bro. No, it's all good. It's all in fun, y'all. It's all in fun. No, but for real, I mean, I get it all the time, man. Like, and even with the, you know, like I said, the clip. Uh, the, the Twitter post that everybody put up, I, that was That's the one my response was like, respectfully <laughs> and disrespectfully. There's no cons- no comparison. I yeah. said, I told a guy, whoever it was that the, the the post or the account, I said, clearly y'all been drinking the Kool-Aid. So mm-hmm. over the over the years, the media has pegged me, they portrayed me in a way that people, when they see me, they think that that's what they see coming. Right, absolutely. You know, so yeah. over the years, like I said, I've always been headstrong, 
I've always marched to the beat of, not of my, really my own drum, but I walked with a lot of confidence because my grandmother raised me in a way that I, I knew when surrounded by certain people, I knew what was going on. I may not have said anything. I'm very observant. I don't say a whole lot. Um, a lot of people probably think that um, um, I have this big yeah, personality on the field. On the field, it's a different story. But when I'm off the field, I'm pretty chill. I'm even keel. I'm low key. Hash knows that. Um, the people that I'm around, I'm very comfortable with. That's when I'm myself. But I don't, like I said, I don't gravitate to everybody just because. And there's a lot of things that have happened throughout the course of the career where I've trusted people, this, that, and the other. And then now that makes me draw back even more. Mm -hmm. So, like I yeah. said, I mean, people have, have this perception of me based on really 15 years plus of what the media has basically created with this narrative that I'm this person, I'm selfish, I'm arrogant, I'm cocky, blah, 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 blah. They question my character. And you like ugly. Said, yeah, forgot about that's, ugly. That's part of it. You yeah. know what I mean? I've never, like I said, to make these comparisons, like there have been guys like, you know, Pac-Man is my, my one of my boys, you know what I mean? Uh, he's gotten in, ish, in situations and people will be reporting on things that have happened. You know, he was defending himself at the airport and, you know, rightfully so. I mean, then people are commenting on that and then they bring my name into that. Oh, people like Pac-Man and T.O. I'm like, what do I, why, why is this my is name, what they do. why what the is my name being do. brought up in that situation? I had nothing to do with that, you know what I mean? Mm. And Pac-Man, that's the homie. You know what I mean? Like I said, why would like Ryan Clark and these guys bring my name up in conversations where there's not even no comparison, none whatsoever? So that's where I get off. I mean, and, and, and it ticks me off a bit. But again, people listen to the media. You know what I mean? And it's out there that I'm this type of person. So people, when they see me coming, that's what they think. So let me go back in your past a little bit, right? Yeah. Again, you were a superstar high school athlete. Right? I wouldn't say superstar. I was right, good, Gordon, you went right, Ella, because again, we're small school, to, you know, um, when he college says football that, players. When he starts giving you a lot of like really pub. He, oh, he's about to bring me down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. exactly <laughs> what he's doing. Um, so you went to uh, LSU out of high school? No. Wait. I went to USC. USC out of high school, State. right? Yeah. San Jose State, USC. right? You end up playing uh, yep. at, San Jose, at San Jose State, yep. right? But you went to USC and you didn't play. So nope. we're always talking about the high school, uh, high school to college athletes now, right? Yeah. They have a lot of media, you know, I guess pub, if you will. They don't really deserve it. They get there. They're five stars. They get to these schools. They transfer. You transferred out <laughs> into San Jose. How mm -hmm. did that make? You, did you see this stuff coming? Because you kind of did the same thing, or how is that different now? Man, Hash, that's a great question. I'm glad you bring that up. I think that one. Um, I mean, I graduated high school in '99, mm -hmm. right. <laughs> so it wasn't all the media stuff right. and things like right. that. Um, I think that I was a good player, but not a great player, and I was not good enough to go and be gone all all summer playing baseball. So I played baseball as well in the Montreal Expos organization. Yeah. So okay. I was going all... Like I said, superstar athlete, football and baseball, yeah. you're getting drafted at yeah. 18 years old. Yeah, That's Seven, I was 17. Oh, I was 17. Wow. One, I wasn't mature enough. And then okay. two, I was not good enough to just show up the first day of fall camp and try to play football. It just wasn't it. So yeah. like, that just, the maturity standpoint, I should have stayed and stuck it out. Mm -hmm. um, and then if I would have, I would have been part of that Pete Carroll era. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't believe in. Um, and so for kids these days, I don't understand all this transfer stuff. Right. I just don't. I don't. I think that it, it's it's not a good thing. I think that you can't really build a program. I think it doesn't help with adversity. Mm -hmm. um, I wish I would have never transferred. You know, it's the so worst mistake I've made so in my life. Being that you mentioned transfer, yeah. It, it, and kids are quick to transfer fast. now. Right. Quick, Is it, fast. Do you hurry. think it's because obviously it's, obviously it's a, it's a generational trend or fad that okay. If I'm not getting the amount of time or I'm not 
in the stats, stats or, one, or right, whatever, right. then I need to be somewhere where I'm at the forefront or basically they're like the star of the team. Is that, is that kind of really the movement of why kids want to quickly just, just like almost like Bart hopping in a sense or yeah. just school hopping to, to get where they need to be to be the star of the team? Man, you know, guys, it's funny because I think there's different scenarios. Right. I think there's a situation like a Caleb Williams, right. where the guy you went to go play for, he leaves. Okay. That's right. different. That's right. different. That's exactly. different. So that guy recruits yeah. you. You're one of his guys. Exactly. You're, it's his program, Elias Ricks. He went to go play for a legendary defensive back coach at mm -hmm. LSU. And he leaves. He got fired. He leaves. I'm out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But when it's a kid who just pouting because he ain't getting playing time, he a freshman and... Nah, right. man, that's probably not. entitled. Yeah, coaches yeah. probably have told him, "Oh, right. well, we're gonna, you're, you're gonna be this, we're gonna do this." Exactly. And then they get there, and it's not, it's not panning yeah. out. Exactly. And right. like you said, these kids are not really facing the adversity. These right. are these are obstacles that you're gonna have to go through. Mm -hmm. uh, life is not always cookie yeah. cutter. It's not gonna be as yeah. smooth as it's all you plan it out yeah. to be. Yeah. Well, again, I think if you're talking about how easy the player thinks it is, right? Because, again, you're, you're getting all the future NFL draft picks that you train, right? Yeah. And so we're seeing 21, 22-year-olds, they get on Twitter and they say, hey, I'm leaving school, going to the NFL. Yeah. How do you know you're going to the NFL? That's a fact. And they get to this training facility and they're like, oh, I just got to be here a couple hours and I'm, I'm still going to get to the NFL. It's not that easy, right? So when you see players like that come into your program, like, what's your, what's your motivation? Like, look, you're not working hard enough, or you're not good enough. Do you say those things to them, or do you just like, look, I just work out the kids as they come? Man, it has to be real with you. At this point in my career, I don't even deal with that. Because mm. I just deal with, like I said, the DK Metcalfs, the Bobby Watt, you know what I'm saying? The, yeah. the criminal, Upper the criminal Epsilon. type of kids. The people that, you know, I've been so blessed to work with guys like T, mm -hmm. guys like TJ Huzmazada. Mm -hmm. These dudes made me better coaches. Mm, and so okay. when you're used to that kind of standard of a work ethic of a player, those are the kind of players that I want to attract and I do it. I don't market, I don't solicit, so I kind of, right. certain kind of people attract to certain kind of people. So right. I don't really deal with bullshit. So okay. with you, man. I, I don't have to. So That's awesome. I, I like that. I like the way you, you mentioned that you're, you're accustomed to a certain work ethic, yes, a certain sir. athlete. What is it about you, and I'm doing this for the, for the, for the audience, yeah. what is it about you that have athletes gravitating to your your programs, like I said, whether it's baseball, whether it's yeah. basketball, and obviously football. What is it about your program? And obviously, like you said, you don't market things of yeah. that nature. Um, I met you through Hank Basket. Yeah. You guys were doing a gym at that yeah. point in time. So, um, what is it about your program? What is it about what you bring to the table? Like I said, to get the athletes that you know some of the notable ones that you oh, mentioned. Yeah. Um, so again, there are parents. Um, granddads, moms, or whatever that are gonna be watching this show. And again, they may not know who Travell Gaines is, but they yeah. will after watching this segment. Yeah. What is it about your program um, that you feel that kids need and that gravitates them to you to enhance their abilities from day one to whenever they leave? I think a lot of it is just getting the right kid because um, not everybody comes mm -hmm. into our program a superstar mm -hmm. for whatever reason the right time, the right place. Guys have elevated, got bigger contracts and reached certain levels, but I really don't know. I think the thing that's different about me is I'm not trying to be in your entourage. I don't hang out with none of the players. Mm -hmm. I don't go to games. I don't ask for tickets. Mm -hmm. I just want to train people. And I think that a lot of people respect that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, and I'm not saying everybody can do what they want to do. Mm -hmm. I'm all about pushing any 
trainer or anybody forward. Mm -hmm. I have nothing against nobody. I love all trainers. Everybody's great. But as far as what I do and what we do at Athletic Games, we just kind of really want to focus on the athlete. Individually, what does this person need? What environment does he need? You got to know how to speak to him. You got to know how to talk to him. You can yell at some people. You got to stand back with some people. Mm -hmm. You got to love some people up. Everybody's different. So I think taking that approach individually for each person is what have kind of attracted us to the, a certain type of, you know, uh, players. Yep. So my next question is, okay, so that, what, about, what about the kids? Like I said, obviously, you know, with these athletes, you have a job to do. Um, you have to charge for your services. What about the kids that possibly want to utilize you and they can't afford you? Is there, do you have All day. A, a program to where, yeah. you know, it's- Scholarship type. Yeah, program. Kayvon Thibodeau's a kid. He's been with right. us since his sophomore year of high school. No, he's going to top five yeah. pick this, this top year. Top five, you've been disrespectful, man. Kayvon's the number one overall pick. Period. Is number one? Number one overall pick, period. Is Think he, he going to say that? Call him right now. See, he's Who is this? The defensive end of Oregon, right? He's oh, projected the, to be the top five. He got hurt top early. Five? He got he in the top five. He's saying he's number one. Hey, what's your name, man? G. That's G. G that's G Scott over there from G. Ohio State. What's up, G. young fella? Come on, man. What you, you what's think? Up, you, you think he gonna be number one? Hey, KT. Hold on, bro. Hey, we got a, we got a question for you. Hey, my guy. Hey, you go, who's going to be the number one pick in the 2022 NFL draft this year? Don't ask questions you don't ask to, man. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I just wanted to hear you say it, my guy. We, ha we have it there, ladies and gentlemen. That's making, that's making me feel like you think it's a scrub that can hang with me. Ooh, okay. Don't ask no questions you already <laughs> know, know the, the answer, answer to. to. Okay. My man, <laughs> Kayvon Thibodeau, you heard it here first. Number one pick in the NFL 2022 draft. Oh my God! Oh, he's oh he talking that too. Who, who got the first pick oh, this year? Man. Hey, man. Jacksonville. Who's their left tackle? Don't matter. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Hey man, all the best to you, man. Good luck, man. Stay hey, we'll, healthy. We'll see you on the show next week, my guy. Come on, come on, we, get we, some yeah. of this GPR. Yeah, we gonna. Yeah, no doubt. We're going to get you on here, man. Yes, sir. All, All right, right, brother. There it is. There it is. All right, brother. Now, that makes your job fun, though, right? Yeah. Characters like that, right? He's, of course, athletic, right? Yeah. The, the future's ahead of him. But to have that type of personality in the gym, that makes you want to come to work every day. Right. So, but, but listening to that now, I said some stuff like that. Oh, he's arrogant. He's cocky. But you he's know, this, that, no, that. no, you didn't say it in, in college, though. It's a difference. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have I that ability that's what to I'm, say it's it. Different. I didn't have that ability. He's a little bit ahead of his time. So I, I think right I, now, I've said, I've said I think that now, you know what I'm saying? I think it's a little more acceptable. Yeah. And it's a different kind of coach. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a little more acceptable. I think he's a little ahead of his time. Open to that stuff. Yeah, but he's been talking slick, though. Oh, he would talk. He would talk that slick talk, but I don't think it was nothing disrespectful. Right. I mean, right. never said nothing that wasn't true. Right. Exactly. Jeff Garcia was a bum. I'm trying to tell you guys, you know what I mean? He's a bum. Okay. 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 Let's. let Okay. Okay. Hold on. From a teammate point of view. Yeah. Right. And again, we've had this conversation off camera before. Right. If you have a wife, if you're married, and she comes to you in a dress, and she says, "Honey, do I look fat in this dress?" 
You know you can't say what you really want to say, so you say, babe, you look beautiful. But you talking about T.O., he has So no he filter. can't tell his wife that she's fat in the dress, no matter if she's fat in the I, dress. I, 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 no, so you I can't talk the, to your teammate and say you I, are... I wouldn't say she's fat. Well, well, why do you call your teammate a bum, or do you... Because he was! I, I, what, but who, you can't say who, it! Who, who, who did I call a bum? Jeff Garcia. No, I didn't call him a bum. What'd you call, you call him? him a bum, bro? No, no, no. I, I think when you got... When <laughs> it you was got, heard as he's a bum. Well, that's your interpretation of what I said. <laughs> that's what we're saying. That's your yeah, interpretation. Yeah, absolutely. But, but your interpretation is not my, my actual thoughts. Which, okay. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. So, and Nick, there was a situation. I probably shouldn't have said it. Or you they could have said me, it a they, different they, no, way. Right, but I they, get it. No, no. With, with the whole Garcia thing, they asked me about his sexual orientation. So, my boy, we had an off like in the summer conversation right, and they right, asked right. me and my boy had this funny saying he was like yo if it looks like a rat if it smells it's like a rat, rat by yeah. golly it's a rat gotcha, gotcha gotcha that was my response to them asking me about i got you so again i i should have never answered it that way i shouldn't looking back on it but i was saying it to be funny not actually and didn't you're understand you're not funny right but though. i didn't understand you're the ramifications not funny. of my so comments so now you at understand right, but when i say something is funny, funny right when you're he says funny something. looking it's different <laughs> yeah I, I, but i don't claim so, to be funny but um, i was no. but i was just like, I it was just tongue in cheek i get it i get it it was tongue in right, cheek right. and like i said i i apologize and that's not what i really meant but i said it but it is what it is i get it i get it you know what i mean but no but like i said that makes your job fun though yeah Oh, Characters yeah, that's like that. Oh, he called him. Yeah, that's Kevin. Gener generational talent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, killed the NIL space. Right. You know what I mean? Just let's, let's talk about the NIL space for yeah. a little bit, too, right? What are you doing in that space to... Well, I think for... You know, it started with Kayvon, obviously. Kayvon approached me, and, and you know, we had a long-standing relationship and asked me to run his process. That mm -hmm. turned into me becoming his business partner and manager. Mm. And what we looked at was the kind of kid he was. And so, off the rip, we said no to chicken. So we wasn't doing no Popeyes right. or stuff like that. Yeah. We wasn't doing no soda. Like Nothing, Jack I'm not aligned with yeah. who he is, his right. brand. It turned out a lot of money. Right. I mean, a, a fast food company offers $150,000, said no. Right. You know, that, because, again, that, that, wow. to somebody looking at them like, oh, he turned out 150, but it's not really worth it in the exactly. long run. Exactly, you know exactly, because you gotta think about for us, like we did United Airlines, mm -hmm. we did Nike, deal directly with Phil Knight. You know, we did a uh, Porsche. You might uh, want to do some Garrett's popcorn. Man, that'd be awesome. Shout out to Garrett's popcorn, <laughs> the best popcorn in the world. Absolutely. I lived in Chicago for two years. We went to that later. It was horrible. <laughs> but the popcorn was outstanding. But um, yeah, for, for him, it was just it just making sure that we found partners. There were zero cold calls. Um, They're all based off relationships. Him doing, you know, $1.2 million in NIL money. Wow. You know, but, but that came, especially for a defensive lineman. Absolutely. You know, but it also came to, getting him on the phone with people selling the vision, storyboarding out the vision, all of our deals were six figures plus. Right. And it wasn't a lot of deals. You know, I think we only did like six or seven deals. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? One of the right deals. It was the right the person. Right deals, right. And so like for me, you know, it's, I'm, in the, I'm just gonna be honest with you, man. I would love to work with a lot of guys. That's what I was trying to explain to you earlier, Hatch. I think the NIL space is great, mm -hmm. but people have to be realistic. If you're a third string fullback at North Dakota, North Dakota State, probably gonna get nothing. There's no right. money in there you're, for you. You're not gonna yeah. get the deals yeah. if you were 
know, you at might, one of these power five. Yeah, you might get a slice of pizza for free here and right, there. Right, right, right. Not no real deal. You might get 10, 20 yeah, grand deals. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and you I'm have a, to be realistic about the expectations of Exactly, NIL. exactly. And I think that it's going to calm down a little bit, but I'm in the Ferrari business. You know what I mean? Mm, so I got another go Ferrari coming up <laughs> this year. So if okay. it ain't that caliber of a kid, I'm not going to waste my time. Right. So I think that's for me. I'm going to play in that space on Ferrari level talent. Okay. You know what Are I mean? you going to create your own NIL company as well? No, I don't How's think that? so. I think right. I'm just going to stay being a lone wolf. I got got a couple of kids coming up this year mm-hmm. I'm going to work with. Well, what about those kids? I mean, I hear what you're saying, like yeah. you want the top, but what about those diamonds in the What world? about the Matthew Hatches and the yeah, T.O.s of yeah. the world? Like, yeah, I, 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 like late bloomers. And that's not yeah. to discredit or, you know, minimize what you're trying to do, but right. what about, like you said, what about us, these, those type of kids? Well, I was, I was like, y'all too. Right. I went to San Jose State. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. but, but you started out at USC. Correct, correct. Right. And then you went to correct. San Jose State. Correct, correct. Mm-hmm. But I think that I think it's just all about being re- realistic and matching expectations. I right. think that somebody, you two guys have dynamic personalities. So I think if you have the right person selling mm-hmm. that no matter what well, school you're at. Nobody knows he has a dynamic personality until he gets Hater on, alert. Hater alert. Hater alert. So you, you, co-sign, you, you co-signed him up. Exactly. You co-signed him up. Like, I wouldn't really align myself <laughs> with somebody that's boring. You get what I'm saying? You're right. a hater. No, no, I'm giving you props. Like, I, don't I want align, your props. I wouldn't align myself or have a show with somebody that's lame, a lame duck. You know what I mean? Go ahead, dog. I don't listen to this duck. <laughs> no, nah, but that's what, that's what I think. I think that it all comes down to managing expectations. I think no matter what level you're at, if you're just a guy like, man, if I get a $500 or $1,000 here and there, that's a lot of money for a college kid. For a college right, kid, right. Set your expectations to that. Right, right, but, you know, right. if you're a kid like a Kayvon Thibodeau, y'all want to make a million dollars. I thought he was crazy, but we ended up making it happen. Right. Right. So, okay, let's go back to when you were in college, when you yeah. were coaching, right, yeah. the little trouble at yeah. LSU. So yeah. what's going on now? Would that had still happened? And kind of explain that whole story, your background. Man, you know, that. the funny part about that, that was the best day of my life and the worst day of my life. Wow. You know, being from South Louisiana, being from that culture, I had my dream job at 23 years old. You know, being a strength coach at LSU mm-hmm. was phenomenal. But I think that um, leaving LSU was the best thing for me because I think when you're from the South and you look at a region, that region was everything. I would have never, ever left South Louisiana in my life. Mm. At 23 years old, I was like, my life is set. Mm-hmm. I go fishing, I go hunting, right, I could right. go to football. Right. But then, you know, I think that, you know, when I when I got fired from LSU, I had no idea what I was gonna actually do in my life. Mm-hmm. I was 25 years old when I got fired. Mm-hmm. No idea. And so I ended up moving out to LA, and I remember flipping a coin between Atlanta and LA. Wow. Moved out to LA. Literally flipping a flipped coin. Flipped a coin. Wow. Flipped a coin. So I knew that's where all the athletes were at, Atlanta and LA. Yep. Mm-hmm. Came out here, I had negative $16 in my bank account. Wow. I got a motel in Reseda for 30 days and kind of mm-hmm. went from there. I knew Reggie Bush. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I met Matt Leinert and other players and stuff like that. But I knew nobody when I moved here. Wow. Just kind of built from there. I didn't have a car or nothing. That's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. again, we, we talk a lot about transitions on this show. And for, I've always said, I would never have came to LA if I hadn't played in the league. Because I yeah. don't think I had the confidence as a 22 year old to say, I want to go to LA and experience this city. Because it's hard. It's hard it's city, out here. Man. It's a real city. It's a real city. Um, so again, I commend you on that, just coming out here and making it happen. And now, of course, you're, you know, said training the celebrities yeah. and athletes, you know, the top guys in the world. Yeah. So from that point, you said that's the best and worst day of your life. So now what's your aspirations to have the, you know, your, your pinnacle of, of the rest of the next 10, 15 years? Well, I think now, you know, um, just did a, a huge deal with Crunch. 
um, a licensing deal, which will get my program in all of their 364 locations throughout America. Wow. Um, you know, we have locations in LA, have a great partnership with Puma. I'm gonna keep expanding on that. Mm -hmm. um, I think next, you know, I just really want to um, really focus on just training athletes. I like being a father. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I have two great kids. Awesome. How old are your kids? Uh, 19 and 5. Nice. Yeah, okay, nice. I kind of built my life around their schedules and them. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, to be honest with you, um, really, I think, like a lot of other people, um, I did not go to HBCU, so okay. I've been really intrigued about helping them out, so I'm getting ready to help out a HBCU program. Yeah. Really How about Langston? Langston, LU in the house, baby. Yeah, yeah. shout yeah. out to Langston, but yeah. no. <laughs> I, got, I got a program in mind. I want to help out and help them get, get nice. going. So what do you think about Ben that you just mentioned, HBCU? Mm -hmm. uh, what, do you, what do you think about the kid, Travis Hunter, uh, who, who decommitted, um, obviously one of the highly touted uh, kids come out of high school, uh, phenomenal talent, yep. uh, Travis Hunter. What do you think about uh, him decommitting from Florida State uh, and, and joining uh, Deion Sanders at, at Jackson State University? Absolutely love it. I wish more kids would do it. I, I, honestly, if more kids went to a program that was a fit for them, mm, culturally and from a depth standpoint, we wouldn't have all this transfer portal stuff. I agree. If on. more, I'm saying one more time. If more kids went to a school that was more culturally good for them and depth-wise good for them, we wouldn't have all this stuff. Message. So I love, what, I love what Travis Hunter's doing. Right. I hope that more kids will follow. I don't know if you guys remember this. Kayvon Thibodeau almost went to FAMU. Right. Almost went to FAMU. Yeah. Oh, wow. That really? was his number two. He would have went. Yep. If they had... Any kind of strength and conditioning program, program he would have went there. It was, wow. He said it was his funnest visit, his best visit. He would have went there in a heartbeat. HBCU school, did you hear what he said? Mm -hmm. Why K-Bun didn't go mm -hmm. but, to that HBCU school? And, and Dion said the same thing. He, how can we get more money for our coaches so our kids can come here right. and so our kids don't feel like they're going somewhere less? That's yeah. the main one of what the What he's factors. talking about is evening the playing field. Absolutely. And that starts across the board. And obviously with Dion, it starts with his coaching, obviously his facilities, the campus, you know, I never, like I said, I never envisioned, like I said, I was just thankful or grateful just to go where I went. Yes, sir. I didn't have a lot of options or offers coming out of high school to, to play college football. I had some Division II basketball offers. I, honestly, I would have, had I known, because I had already signed a football scholarship on the heels of someone else. And then later on in the season, because we went from football to basketball, and then after the basketball season, my coach told me that I had some off some D2 uh, basketball offers. Mm -hmm. And I was... Intrigued, I wanted to go play basketball because I would. That's I probably would have gone to play D2 basketball. But when I went to UT Chattanooga after my freshman year, because the first year coach he didn't allow guys to play any other sports, the new coach came in, and after I, my freshman year, sophomore year came about, I asked the coach if I could walk on the basketball team, and his response to me he was like, "Do you not? Can you play basketball?" And then Hell he like, no. He was like, "Do you know?" Because where I, I, where his office was, the arena, we were in the, the, the arena, the basketball arena, and they were down there practicing at that time. And then he was like, you, do you know? He's like, those guys are recruited to play that sport. Mm -hmm. And then he said, I'm going I'm 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 to give you this proposition. He said, if you can go on, uh, walk on our basketball team, go down there and walk on our basketball team and make it, he said, that'll tell me what type of athlete you are. Very true. And I played three years. That's awesome. I played three years. Yeah. Still trash to this day, though. <laughs> and I'm nice. I'm nice with trash. If I would have really put my eggs no, in the basket, so, okay, I would have been in the NBA. That's a question. Because, again, we, we have this NBA. argument, not me and him, but 
every NBA and NFL player, right? We always say we could have played in the NBA. We, we would have first of all, shut up, Anyway, that's not the discussion. All of a that's sudden, our show just went from English to French. You talking about we? We? What? So we, I say I could play the NBA if I were to put mm. all that time and effort towards basketball, mm. obviously, right? And there's NBA guys saying I could play in the NFL because it's mm. easy, whatever. You get both, right? You yeah. see them athletically at 22, 23. What's the difference between the NBA, NFL mindset and athleticism? Um, mindset and athleticism, nothing. Okay. Nothing. I'm going to tell you all something, man. NBA? Mm-hmm. You know how good those guys are? That's a whole different level. How good those guys are? Just, you know, Trey Young and the Curry. Right. Man, very it's, skillful. It's, it's just very skillful. It's different. Another skill. So Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler swears. I don't know if you've been out there yeah, with him. He swears he can play a NFL wide receiver. Exactly, right. And we got Dak Prescott, everybody terrible. Right. Terrible. <laughs> right. But, I mean, you know, athletic. You know, athletic. athletic. But, nah, it's just it's a whole other... It's a whole nother level. I think you can be good in basketball, right. but to play at that level, those guys are so. You got to think about. I think I saw a stat only like, what, four thousand people ever in the history played of playing the NBA. Yeah, like think about number. that, man. Like, really but it's certain guys that you see that you can. If it was, if it was a, an, an opportunity for them to make a switch or transition or play another sport, what you player? can see certain guys. Yeah. Like a Jimmy Butler. Yeah. What, what, what player in the NBA could play in the NFL? Give, I, me, give me LeBron. Give me, I say, I, I say I no. I, I think he's I, too I, tight. I, I, he played tight end. I don't know. I, I don't know about that one. I don't Jimmy. Know Jimmy. I, I, receiver. Jimmy Butler. Uh, I would say John Jimmy. Wall. Who? John Wall. John Wall. Because of speed. John Wall. Fast and, as hell. And I say I would say Russell Westbrook. I would put Russell yeah, Westbrook Russell. in there just because yeah. his. His tenacity. tenacity. Oh, he's he's a dog, yeah. bro. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, now flip the script. A- AI, AI, because AI played in high yeah. school. Oh, yeah, he could have played. Yeah. He could have played quarterback, yeah. but he could have played. Yeah. So what <clears throat> NFL players could have played in the NBA, if I any? Think, I think DK. Okay, DK really? Could he, got play. Nice, he got game like that? I don't know. I'm talking about from just athleticism. Yeah, right. athletic. Yeah. Oh, okay. he's the like, DK. DK looked a little top heavy. Nah, I don't know. He, he, I don't know. He, he got stiff, too many DK, muscles. DK say he, DK, you, you got a lot of muscles. <laughs> we gonna address that next week. Then there it is. There DK it is. got you got a lot of muscles. You might be kind of tight in the chest. You might have to do some exercise and band to kind of loosen that those, those pectoral muscles up. You know what I mean? Those pectoral muscles. DK is you, man. Nothing. The second coming. Second coming. So who who else? Like okay, DK possibly. <laughs> like everybody think they can hoop. That's the problem. Um, I'm a, that's that's probably it. Wow. You know, I'm gonna be real with you, man. But there have been and, some and guys in the like uh, Antonio Gonzalez, Gates, Antonio yeah. Gonzalez, yeah, guys. And again, yeah. to me, I think Randy those are Moss bad examples yeah. because the six four, six five, six six, you can't be a big in the in no, right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all, they're big guard. for tight right. tight ends, oh, yeah. but they're not big. You got to be a one or a two. Players. You know what I mean? Or yeah. maybe a three. You know what I mean like a Scotty Pippen, like a you know a tweener. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, dog. You're looking at me like I don't know what you mean. Yes, yeah, like, I'm just, no, we're mean. having a discussion. I don't want to have a but discussion. I'm looking, with you. I'm looking I don't at look you. at me when you're having a basketball discussion. <laughs> I, I, you, I shouldn't be looking you're at right, you. You're right. You should I not. Should not I forbid you, you cannot, look at me. Because you can't play. He, can't, he, can't, he thinks because he's I'm not athletic, he that, can play. Uh, let me finish. <laughs> he thinks because he's athletic, he can play basketball. But that's not the point I'm trying to make. You have to have. The skill. You can't, because you're not going to bully people. No, 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 See, no, no, he right. can't Absolutely. shoot. 
First See, ball. I can Ooh. shoot. First ball. So Ooh. since he can't shoot, he would have to be a big, and he can't be a big because he's not big. No, Me, right. on the other hand, right. I can shoot, so I can play out here all so day. So who'd you compare your game to? Ooh. Okay, to be honest. Kwame this is... Brown. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Smush Parker. Hey. Real, this is what I this is what I said. Again. And I only said it because I, I was just watching this. I know. I just I was watching this whole Gil. This hip. I know. Gil we love and, Kwame and, Brown. And Stop Kwame playing. Hugh. We love Kwame. And it's but, just real, but real what's talk, going on with those two. That's why we, we used to always play at Calabasas, right? Yep. With Mitch Richmond yep. and Jalen Rose. Great right, Mark Jack. Yeah. Right. We used to always play up there. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. always said I thought that I could have played the same position as Snow for the Eagles when he was playing with AI, um, the point for, guard. For the San so, so Eric, Eric Snow. Snow. Eric Snow. So you compare your game to Eric Snow. I'm, I thought that I could be that guy. Because I thought, again, he was, wait, maybe eight points, maybe six assists, and maybe six rebounds. I'm gonna, I think I could put up those numbers. In the NBA? In the NBA. Yeah, drug test them, y'all. <laughs> Hey, you hey, 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 you telling me I can't get six points? No. Yo, just to piggyback no. off what he said, one of the guys that he mentioned was Mitch Richmond, who's though. a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. We've had him on the show twice. And he's asked this question twice he's about if he up, could Mitch. play. And he had a comparison. Like, he gave Mitch an opportunity. Like, yo, if you had to choose no, one of us, you, oh, me or him, yeah. who would you pick? He lied. <laughs> he lied on camera. He lied. Come on, dog. Like, this is me. T. Gaze, he it's lied, not just, It's dog. not just athleticism. First of all, you got to have a little bit of skill set. Like I said, I was way more athletic than you in the to to my 20s. In the, I was to, way more athletic. Right than now, you. yeah, to, to play in the NBA, way like more just, athletic. We, we all agree there's a skill set that you have to have. Got to have a skill set. Where I am right now versus if I would have put my efforts into basketball, my skill set would have been enhanced to the point that I could have played in the NBA. Not only just my athleticism, <laughs> in addition to me enhancing my skill set, but you got to have the IQ of the game so as well. So compare, who would you have played like? I, I, I want to compare Me, I say Scotty Pippen. I say Scotty Pippen. Top 50. I say <laughs> you Scottie see what Pippen. I'm saying? I say Scotty Pippen. Not even, I'm, I'm not saying not... Top 50. You know that he's you talking about comparison of game. All, all around players. You, he's six, exactly. Eight. I'm going to play. You got to compare yourself to somebody who's 6'3. No, I can I can condense my size to a person that I see and compare. <laughs> you, you, you little Pippin. Right. You little, I can, okay. Yeah, I can be little, little Pippin. Pippin. If you want to. He plays on defense. You like he's a junior athletic. varsity Pippin. He plays in transition. Bro, you can, you can get points just off. 50-50 ball, just off hustle right. alone. That's all right. I started, when I when I played at UT Chattanooga, I started my senior year, I started like five or six games. And I was rewarded because of the way that I practiced and my hustle. I knew that I wasn't a shooter. I knew that wasn't my game. I was guarding the bigs. I played like three, four, five. Mm -hmm. But that was because of what I did on the court. My coach is Trash. If I, my coach, like we, we it, basketball is division one. Mm -hmm. Division one basketball. Can you? Can, it was 1974. What are you talking matter. about? What are you talking it about? Matter. <laughs> Bill Russell them played in 1974, and they're considered the greatest because they played basketball. Jerry West, all of them, because they played. They're See the, what I'm saying? To you, open up the, you open up the Pandora's box. Guys like myself, Kobe, you stop MJ. Stop putting yourself in Whoa. that category. Like, guys like yourself. I'm out. I'm out. Get, what? get it off me. Get this. Get it off me. <laughs> I, you see what I'm saying? Hey, it's innocent. 
Yeah. I was with you until that part, bro. Thank you. Now you see what I got to deal with. You said God is like myself, MJ, and Kobe. What Only thing y'all got in common, y'all black. What are you talking about? We're Hall of Famers. In different sports, though. It don't matter. You We excelled at our... There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This is how we get down. We excelled at our sport. This is how we rolling. You dig? What? Oh. But no, thank you. Thank you for coming on today, man. Let Appreciate everybody you. know where they can find you at, bro. They can't find me. I'm a ghost. Okay, there it is. <laughs> find me on this podcast. There it so is. You can find me at. But there no, but is. I mean, we thank you for coming out. And Absolutely. like I said, I mean, I get asked all the time, not all the time, but sometimes, like, their parents, they're, they know that I'm not a trainer. They ask me sometimes, well, well, can you help my you know, son do this, that, and the other? Yeah. I can give them some little nuggets of what I've done throughout the course of my career. And, and I think it's important, before we let you go, to, to, to really let parents and, and coaches know that the, the different guys that you train, yeah. they're at different positions. Correct. You have to train them according to yes. their sport and their position. Yes. Yes, so that's how I think I progressed how I did and when I did is because I had a trainer that was knowledgeable, number one, yep. about the body, what I needed to do, and then it was position-specific yes, workouts yep. that I that we catered to. Like I said, in high school, yeah, you're gonna do, you're gonna, you're gonna try to build your four major muscle groups, you know, your quads mm -hmm. and your chest and your arms. So you're gonna do your squats, you're mm -hmm. gonna do your leg press, you're gonna do your bench and the incline. Those are like the four main staple ones, like in high school. Mm -hmm. But then as you progress, your body's gonna change, your position may change. Yep. And so for me, what helped me, like I started, we start isolating the muscle groups. We start doing dumbbells. I, I don't know when the last time that I've gotten up under a bench mm -hmm. and benched. Pressed, you know what yeah. I mean? In high school, like yeah, I got I, the the most that I've ever benched was 365. Yes, sir. And I maxed that out, and I did that like in the league one time, just messing around, you know, challenge some some linemen challenged mm -hmm. me. That was it. I haven't done that since, but I did things with as I got older, start working smarter and not harder. Absolutely. And then obviously I incorporated the band workouts. Mm -hmm. My trainer started doing things with the dumbbells. Yeah. You know, I wasn't as fast as this guy was coming out of college. He was a 4-3 guy. Yeah. When I when I wanted to come, when I went ran in a combine, my 40 time was a 4-6-3. Uh. But if you look on the film, you turn on the tape, I've never been caught from behind. I'm always beating DBs that were highly touted, number one, number two, number three, five picks. I'm beating them deep because I had something that I worked on during the offseason, the fast twitch muscle. Mm -hmm. You, I'm yep. sure you are familiar with that. Mm -hmm. Those are things that I did to enhance on my deficiencies as, you know, from high school, college, and then when I got to the pros, I wanted to be on par, if not better, than my opponents. Mm -hmm. Love it. Those are still facts, too. old. <laughs> still old. I can do anybody in here. Anybody in G, here? I can I got, dust. I got five racks on you. Anybody I got five racks on you. Anybody in here? This dude right now. I can dust anybody in here. I'm ready where you are? Ready, ready where you are? Let's go find out then. Come on now, y'all. Just look like this. He's 65 years old, hey, y'all. He's 65. I love it. You ancient. That's just gonna make you <laughs> great, right great TV. Outside right now. Outside right now. Outside right now. Jeez, oh, that, yeah. Hey, stretch him out. Hey, you didn't see him put the leg on And yo, you, you, you're gonna Take be. That back. You're, you're struggling. You got me, G. You G struggle. What position you play? Tackle. 
You struggle with that bet. He know that's not an easy bet. I took the bet. I took the bet. Take that bet. He can run though. He took the bet. He he he's old. I bet uh I bet ten thousand on T.O. Trust American. He he he. Hey, American. No, I just look like this. Trust me. He no, I just look like this. What's up, G? I just look like this. He in a sweatsuit too. And we ready. We got opportunity right like this. Hey man, I know what you could do. There it is. I know what you could do. Hey, get your popcorn ready, podcast. You see how we do games in the building. You Travel games. I would say trainer of the stars, but no, this is a trainer of just talent. You know what yeah. I mean? If you want your kids to elevate and guys coming out of college, if you want to elevate your game, obviously this is one of the guys, top one of the top trainers here in LA. I was very fortunate to meet him some years ago. Man, what what it was like what 20? 10, 11? Yeah. yeah. Like, Y'all had the new yeah. spot. Yeah, yeah, they had the spot. Him and Hank Baskin and some other guys, and obviously transitioned and kind of yeah. did your own thing. Yeah. And, man. Kind of like you said, he went off the map, you know what I mean? <laughs> but still heard his name, you know, out there in that space of, uh, you know, really getting guys and enhancing and making these guys better, better athletes. So, man, we appreciate you uh, coming you, on the show, man. Appreciate you. All right, thank you. Appreciate, brother, appreciate you. It. There it is, get your popcorn podcast. All right. Yeah. G Scott, you don't hey. want that, bro. G, I thought you was four four, man. <laughs> <laughs>